0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Create a career and a life you love. Welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. We are going to bring your soul back to life today, not just to work, but we're going to bring your soul back to life today with a very fun, very unique uh, project that you're going to interact with me today so if you're listening to this radio show i am coach mo fall you can find me on facebook at coach mo fall find my my facebook page because we're going to be interacting today and i want you to have some fun today and i want you to take some action and i want you to truly take this as a class as a lesson as a coaching session from me to you to help move you forward into something that Is perhaps been holding you back or perhaps something that you really want that you're not going after and we're going to leverage we're gonna leverage something within you that is there all the time and you may not know that you can leverage this and I'm gonna show you how to do that I'm gonna show you how to leverage something that's in you all the time and we're gonna do that together so if you play along work along interact along you're going to get massive massive value from this radio show if you're listening to this live please do go to my facebook page at coach mo fall and interact and share as i take you through this radio show if you don't know me i am coach mo fall i had a successful 30-year career going to the highest ranks of healthcare executive leadership for publicly traded healthcare companies, national companies. I was just actually talking to uh, a gentleman who used to report to me, and he has been so wonderful in supporting the work that I do now as an executive and career coach and sharing some of his VPs that he wants to take to the next level. So I've been coaching uh, some of his team. And he and I were talking about What's important as a leader, he's now a chief operating officer himself. And what's important as a leader is to be able to connect with people in a way that's authentic for you. And so often we might be afraid of connecting with people because maybe we're afraid of getting too close. Maybe we don't know who our authentic self is because we're too busy being who we're supposed to be. I have found in my career and this was the biggest breakthrough I had after my breast cancer journey. The biggest source of your soul and finding your jam is by getting in touch again with that little you. And if you saw my post in the Facebook group, um, either my Bring Your Soul to Work group, which I'd love you to join that group if you're interested in careers and getting motivated and, and uh, interacting there, that Bring Your Soul to Work Facebook group is a great one to get into. It's uh, where I share all my videos and all my inspirational stuff and I go live there quite often. The Career Coach Mo Facebook page is also a place you can interact and share. Uh, the post there had a picture of me as a little girl. And thank you to those of you who shared that you thought I was really cute as a little girl. (laughs) I want you to share your picture of the little you. Uh, Most of you listening may be women. And so share a picture of your little girl. One of my career breakthrough strategists uh, has a picture of her little ponytailed girl on her desk because we've worked together for almost two years now, and she knows that her best inspiration of who she wants to be each day comes from her. And that's what I'm gonna get into today with you. Because when I went through my breast cancer journey, I found that segment of myself that literally inspired my adult self. I found her. I found that little girl that I left behind and that I pushed aside because as I continued to live my life, high school, college, young nurse, getting a career going, I kept being a version of myself that I thought was necessary for those other segments of my life I thought I had to be a certain way, and some of the ways I thought were authentic and truly me, I got sort of kicked in the teeth about it. Now here's something funny. As my team and I were setting up the um, topics that I talk about on my Motivational Mondays, which I go live every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern in my Facebook, the Coach Mo Facebook page, when we were setting up the agendas of my Motivational Mondays and months ago sending Unity Radio the subjects that I was going to cover each Thursday, we realized that the Motivational Monday and the Thursday topic were oddly matched. Now, you'd think that maybe I would craft a strategy that the Motivational Monday and Unity Radio would sort of go together I never really thought about doing it that way. It's like a separate thing when I do these radio shows. And so I picked what would your 90 year old self say to you for my motivational Monday for this Monday. And I had again, randomly chosen a topic of what your little self wants to say to you. So here I have this week where I personally am reflecting on that space between my 90 year old self and my little self. Let me tell you how rich that is. And it dawned on me that some of the biggest breakthroughs that my clients get are when they go through one of the lessons in my workshop, where I help women totally elevate their careers, totally elevate themselves, and elevate their voice, standing in their power owning who they are and then being able to not only interview powerfully but land awesome jobs one of our recent grads realized that she should be two levels above where she's been hanging out for 10 years sort of cozy but not really wanting to make bigger impact having opinions that she felt were above her pay grade and every time she would try it out she would get shot down And that's a very typical scenario, by the way, if you're if you're playing below your talent level, you're going to get shot down when you give your opinion. You're not going to be invited to the meetings you think you should be invited at. And very often I talk about the whole devil's advocate thing. If you play the devil's advocate to try to soften the blow of your opinion, you're definitely not going to be invited into the top meetings that you should belong in. Now I know that in today's day and age with the pandemic and zoom meetings that perhaps the dynamics are different all the more that you have to find your power groove because I'll tell you this in a video meeting, you're going to have to have a lot more power and energy coming from your inner core than you used to. When you're in a meeting, personal, to person in a personal face-to-face meeting you can use body language and you can use the dynamics of the meeting in a much more organic way that your brain probably understands and that you've gotten used to but now that we've been spending the last few months on video meetings your ability to capture the attention of others is diluted just by the fact that you're on video and it's probably even diluted further Because you may not be feeling as visible. You may not be feeling as valuable. And if you were starting to play small or get worried about your position at your company, and then this happened, it has pushed you way back. I just spoke to a woman who lost her job um, at the end of June. And she had told us that she really started playing a lot smaller over the last couple of years and felt like she was gradually walking backwards and putting herself in a smaller and smaller box she lost her job through a reorganization not necessarily directly through the pandemic problem but I'm gonna tell you this if you're playing small if you're not showing up as the biggest version of you and if you're not at the right place in the org chart you're you're at risk for being marginalized you're at risk for being put into a different category of I don't know Is she that valuable to the team to the company Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I really, really haven't felt her value. I don't know. So it is up to you to bring your value and bring your energy. And I'm not just talking about caffeinated energy. I'm talking about your own vibrational energy. It is up to you to manage that. It is up to you to bring that up and it is up to you to be the authentic, most powerful version of you and then to weave that into your career. So that you can be playing at the level that you used to be playing at, that you should be playing at, that you, that you are built for. If you've put 20 years in your career and you do a good job and you haven't gotten promoted in the last two, three, four, five, 10 years, something is wrong. It's like if you go to the gym for 10 years in a row and you're not lifting any heavier weights, what are you doing? I mean, seriously, you're not progressing in the gym. You're not running a little bit longer or pushing yourself a little further or lifting a little bit heavier weight. Maybe you've stopped going to the gym because you didn't progress and you didn't know how to. That's oftentimes a lot of the women we talk to on our complimentary career clarity calls. They stopped working on their careers, either because of kids, family obligations, they weren't going as far as they wanted to, they got shut down or or pushed around a little bit, they didn't know how to handle it, so they backpedaled or pulled themselves away from the excitement of their career. And then what happens is you rationalize, well, it's because I have kids, well, it's because at those higher levels you have to like sacrifice yourself. Not true, not true. So what does the little girl inside of you have to say about all of this. Here's where we're going to get into the interaction. Okay. So if you have a picture of your little self post her in the Facebook group, post a picture of your little self, go ahead and do it. It's going to be fun. Go ahead. You can afford to share a picture of your little girl self with everyone. It's not going to be embarrassing and it's going to be kind of cute and people will say, Oh, that's such a cute picture. Oh, that's so great. You may have a picture of yourself as a little girl at 10 or at 2 or 13 or whatever it is. Just post. It It doesn't matter what age. Don't be overthinking this. Well, should it be 6? Should it be 5? Don't overthink this. I think the picture I have on my post is probably at the age of 2 or 3, I would imagine. Um, You might want to pay attention to the cut of the bangs really precious. Obviously I moved when they were being cut. And so they're a little irregular, but you know, oddly enough, it's sort of the cut of my bangs now and it's more in style. (laughs) So post a picture of yourself. And as you look at that picture of yourself, I want you to take a deep breath. And I want you to think about what that little girl was all about. Or if you're a man what that little boy was all about. I want you to think about that little self. Who was she? What turned her on? What thrilled her? What brought her joy? Just think about that for a minute. And if you don't have a picture handy, close your eyes, except if you're driving. Close your eyes and imagine that little one learning about the world, being excited and eager. What was on her heart? What was in her soul? What does she want in life? What fueled her interests and curiosity? Did she like organizing things or being in the kitchen? Did she like creating stories with her toys? One of the women in our workshop right now, as a little girl, loved scoring the Chicago Cubs games. And as a sports fan myself, I find this to be very intriguing. She loved scoring baseball games. And if you know anything about it, it's each position has a number. And when the batter hits the ball, or doesn't, because they, they don't hit the ball, they put a K in there for strikeout. You have a grid that you put the number of the play. So if the ball was hit to the pitcher, that's position number one. And if they throw it to first base, that's position three. So it's it's an out, 1-3. And so when she was a young girl, she loved doing this, and she loved telling the story of the baseball game based on how she scored it and what the grid looked like. I find this to be fascinating because today she's a well-known, well-respected designer. She loves patterns, and she loves putting things together in a way that are home harmonious. And makes sense she loves telling them the story of how the design of that makes sense she's come alive recognizing that her little girl self is still in her very much alive well now very much alive that little girl was like on a shelf and wasn't fueling her sense of self and her sense of purpose. You see, as we become adults, we start thinking that we are separated and segmented from that little version of ourselves. But truthfully, that's the soul's personality. That's who you truly are. If I knew you in the ages of four to six, maybe seven and eight, I'm gonna know your true essence. I'm gonna know what your soul is all about. And you probably have some of the same interests and passions, but maybe you've lost touch with that little one. Most people, when they look at a picture of themselves as a little person, they have that sense of connection. Maybe some sadness around not having been in touch with that version of themselves for a while. I want you to think about that today. I want you to really think about who that little one is. What made her happy? What brought her curiosity and energy and excitement in life? If you've been following my work for a while, you know that I had one of my biggest aha moments about who I am when I was going through some deep reflection, recovering from my breast cancer surgery, I realized that one of the most fun aspects of being a little girl was helping my neighbor kids ride their bikes. And I gotta tell you, I've told this story probably hundreds of times, you may have heard it already. Each time I talk about it and think about it, it still makes me happy and excited. I mean, it's still got a lot of fuel in there. I loved teaching kids how to ride their bikes. I loved getting them off their training wheels. I loved when they were happy and excited and enjoying their new bikes. I loved it. Nothing felt better. When I was talking to my ex colleague last night, nothing makes me feel better than to know that I helped him achieve his career goals and be the the man and the leader that he is today. That's exciting. That's satisfying. because that's who I am I'm someone who knows how to develop someone from their potential that they've lost touch with bring it back and give them all the strategies and techniques in the real world to get their career on track to interview to talk in meetings to strategically position themselves and to be a higher contributor and when you're a higher contributor in the world you're going to get paid more And when you know how to be that version of you, you're going to know how to create boundaries and not have to have a big job, walk all over your rest of your life and feel like if you if you play at that high level, you're going to sacrifice your life and families. There are plenty of people who do it that way. There are plenty of people who have big jobs and don't know how to self-manage. It doesn't mean that that's the way to do it, and it certainly doesn't mean that that's the way that you will do it. But if you don't know how to self-manage you will definitely have a big job that will walk all over you it's up to you to self-manage it's up to you to find your soul's power and strength and to be that version of you and to play at the highest levels because it's more fun it's more fun playing at the higher levels it's more fun having your ideas accepted And turned into truth. It's more fun when you can manage a project and direct the traffic and have things go the right way. It's more fun when you're recognized for being awesome. It's more fun to make more money. It's more fun to feel good about yourself. It's more fun to think about your next trip or your next vacation or what you want to, the color you want to paint your walls than to think about how you're going to pay your bills. It's more fun to think about who you are and where you're going than to be buried in past agony and traumas. It's more fun to be free as a soul. It's such a greater life and it is what your divine creator wants for you. I know that for sure. There is no one born on this earth who was meant to be less. There's no one born on this earth who was meant to suffer and struggle for no good reason. Everything put in front of you is there to help you blossom. Everything that has pushed you is there to make you stronger. So be stronger be a blossomer. Don't sit back and say maybe someday. That little self of yours wants you to get up and enjoy each day. That little self wants to run to the kitchen and have breakfast so fast so she can enjoy her day. That little self wants to tell people that they love that she loves them. That little self wants to enjoy everything. She does everything. She puts her hands on. She wants to feel joy. And when she doesn't, she wants to put it down and move to something else. She wants to tell people she loves them. She wants to ask them to play with her. She wants to build cities. She wants to organize things. She wants to have a fort to play in. She wants to go out and make new realities with her friends. She doesn't want to be shamed. She doesn't want to be told she can't. She doesn't want to wear clothes that don't agree with her. She wants to have fun in life because that's who she was born to be. And you can have fun in your job. And you can have fun in your career being a big girl and being an adult but having that version of you alive the people that make a difference in the world the people that travel this planetary journey having the greatest joy and success have brought their inner child alive and live with her every single day every single day Energize that little one. Have her be your best advisor. Because that little version of you has so much to share with you. She knows exactly who you are. So take a few moments to receive some information from her. Take a few moments To get inspired by your little one who is she what does she want what did she want what did she enjoy bring that forward bring that up bring that energy through you right from the middle of you bring it up don't have her stand outside and want something more for you bring her in i was sitting with my mother on sunday um washed hands, masks, we were having dinner together for the first time in you know, a long time. I think I've seen her once a month uh, during this pandemic as we've been very safe and careful. I was having dinner with her and uh, we were both reminiscing a little bit and I was reminiscing about a time where she and I walked down the street, we lived in Buffalo, New York, just in, this, in the outside of Buffalo, New York, For my first six years of my life and i remember that there was a time where she and i were walking to her parents home from our house and as a little girl i didn't know exactly how far it was it seemed like a long walk it seemed like we were walking through uh, a a very long uh, sidewalk a very long way um it may have been two miles and she was holding my hand and it was a sunny day it was a crisp day and it was one of those days where the sun hits everything and everything's shiny and as a a little girl i probably wasn't older than than four or five i'm sure my older sisters were in school and perhaps my younger sister who's three a year and a half younger than me i have a little brother three years younger perhaps they were both being babysat we walked by an auto dealer on our way to her parents' house. And I promised her that when I was big, I would buy her a car. I wanted to buy her a car to make her happy. Not that she wasn't happy, but I wanted to do something really special to make her happy. And I thought buying her a car would be really cool. And that little girl walking next to my mom, probably holding hands. I wanted to do that. I wanted to to do something special for her. Let's talk more about your little one and also your older one when we get back. This is Coach Mo Fall. You can join the conversation by calling in after the break. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Love your work and your life. This is Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And we are definitely bringing your soul to work today. Won't you join me on my Coach Mo Facebook page and post a picture of you as a little one, your little self, uh, selfie. (laughs) We didn't have selfies back then, did we? Uh, Probably only if you're less than 12 could you produce a selfie. Um, Post your little self picture and tell us a little bit about who he or she is. Tell us a little bit about what that inner self, what turned That little self on what energized her what brought her to life get some advice from her the advice I have for my little self is to just keep wanting more just keep seeing the beauty just keep enjoying just keep playing just keep looking for ways to shine Look for ways to help. Look for ways to give. Just keep being that version. Just keep loving on others. One of my uh, most fun things to do as a little girl was to color. I loved coloring. I don't know exactly what it was about coloring that I loved except if you think about it every color that you color you get to choose out of the box you get to choose whether you're going to color something the way that it looks in reality or if you're going to get creative and color someone's hair purple you get to choose how that picture is going to come alive you get to play with reality and creativity you get to make it your own And there's something very satisfying about coloring a picture in a coloring book. It starts with just the black and white lines, and then you fill it in with your choice of colors, the way you see it, the way you want to do it. Every little soul wants to make the impression of who they are, and and without even thinking of it, without even thinking of it. So let that little self color the world the way you want it. Let that little self help you pick up the color of crayon you want. Let that little self play and be humorous. And if she wants to play in the way that coloring is the way that she sees the world exactly, then let her be that way. When you can reflect back on your little self, there is no shoulds. There is no can'ts. There is no won'ts. You see, really, at the end of the day, as you put your head on the pillow, literally at the end of the day, how you've conducted your life is 100% up to you. 100% up to you. Now, I know that your ego and your victim self may say, Yeah, but Mo, I have to go to work. I have to feed the family. I have to, have to, have to. Okay, but you're choosing it. Make no mistake about it. You're choosing every single crayon that you pick up every single day. And you may have commitments to others. That means that you're going to choose certain things every single day. I get that. Our kids are now out of the house. But for a long time, they weren't. (laughs) So I get that. I get the the have-tos, but you're really seriously making a choice anyway. You're making choices every single minute of your day as to which crayon to pull out. You're making a choice to be the inner guidance system of your soul to speak up or to do something different, to think of yourself and feel that you're worthy of more or not. You're choosing minute by minute, how you interpret the world. And what usually is happening is that you have a limited sense of self. Because you have to have a sense of self to navigate the world. You have to have some construct about who you are in the world. And your little self had probably more of an open blueprint than you do today. So that's why I want you to get some inspiration. I want you to get some inspiration from the little self who maybe had more creativity, more curiosity. Perhaps she saw the world with more possibility than you do. Bring her back. Bring her back alive because she has something for you. She has something to share with you. She has inspiration to show you who you truly, truly are. So if you're tracking with my little self, number one, I taught neighborhood kids how to ride bikes. Number two, I loved coloring. Number three, I promised my mom I would buy her a car. You know, I never did that, and she reminded me of that on Sunday. (laughs) I was like, uh, I I, I was waiting for a good time to do that, Mom, and now that you don't drive, gosh, I just can't do that now. (laughs) There was some disappointment there for sure. Maybe it wasn't as strong as a regret, but it was disappointment. But you know what? We shared that moment. We shared that moment of having been together and how life tends to get away from us and we lose the promises we made to ourselves. We sometimes lose that little girl's promises because along the way she was hurt. She was told she can't. She was told to act like a girl. She was told not to be so aggressive. She was told not to shine so brightly. Our brain remembers the things that we were told not to do because we have a negative bias built into how our brain survives. It's not that we don't want to remember the positive things and it takes a little minute to remember the positive things, but our brain has a negative bias built in for survival purposes. So all along the way from that little girl who promised to buy her mama car, There was the girl who maybe didn't think she was smart enough to do certain things. There was the little girl who tried to get straight A's in school and maybe got confused about why that was important and fun. I did it once. That little self may have gotten a little lost along the way as she tried to navigate the bigger world. Bring her back. Bring her back and let her know it's okay that not everything went the way that it maybe felt like it should when she was a little girl dreaming of everything. I told my team this morning, like most kids, When we made cookies or cake at home, and we always were making some type of dessert. We had a big family, and my mom was really big on planning for dinners and having a a good square meal and always had dessert. And we made the dessert. Uh, We made the dinners, and we cleaned up and did the dishes and swept the floor. We all had chores around dinner. And when we used to make cakes or cookies, boy, did we want to eat that batter, And I said, when I'm big, I'm going to have my own place. I'm going to eat all the batter I want to (laughs) eat. That was a promise I don't think ever really happened either. I think I've eaten batter as an adult, but not the whole whole bowl. (laughs) And watching my three-year-old granddaughter eat the beaters from a cake we made together a couple of weeks ago was a lot of fun. She couldn't wrap her mouth around big enough around the beaters. She was going at it. (laughs) She didn't care if it was getting all over her face. And no one was telling her no. Which is nice. It's nice to have those moments where you can let a, a little kid be a little kid. And maybe some of us didn't always have the little kid being able to be a little kid perhaps you grew up in a household where there was some things you had to navigate as a little kid that made you grow up fast still let that little self come back alive today let her inform you about a few things in your life it's funny how adult coloring books have become popular I would strongly suggest that if you have not gotten one of those, you get an adult coloring book. Uh, Coloring pencils are sort of the way to go with that. Um, All the ladies coming to my retreat are going to get little coloring uh, as part of what we do in the retreat. It's kind of fun. We all like to do that. We all like to sit and design and color and pick a color and, Put it in that space. We all love to do that. It's very satisfying. It's good, it's good quiet stimulation to ease our nervous system. So get yourself a coloring book. Do something else that your little self would enjoy. That's part of your homework in listening to this radio show. So So far, your homework has been to be engaging and interactive with your little self. And if you want to play with me on my Facebook group and play on the post in there, I would love to hear from you. I'd love to see your little self. And I'd love to hear about what your little self wanted to do and what she enjoyed and what you're going to re-energize in her. And, you know, summer is one of those times where perhaps we might bring bring back some of the childhood fun either with your own kids or just with yourself. Uh, my dad is is now gone um, over two years, and one of his favorite things was a root beer float. So a couple of weeks ago, I posted a, a picture of me having a root beer float and really enjoying just making it and thinking about him. He called them black cows because that's a, a slang for the... For the root beer float in some parts of the country. He grew up in the Cleveland area. And it was so much fun to make root beer floats as kids. Of course, always wanting more ice cream or more root beer. That was something that satisfied my little girl to make that root beer float the other day. And perhaps maybe having ice cream in the middle of the day. Or playing in a way that you used to play. Or maybe frolicking or doing something that you just know that your inner child is getting satisfied. Do something like that. Make yourself a to-do. Either today or tomorrow or over the weekend. Give yourself a to-do. That's going to feel fun. Bring her back to life a bit. If you, like my client, love baseball, thank goodness they're playing again. It's a little strange. It's a little weird. (laughs) Just watch a baseball game. Go outside and touch leaves and and smell flowers. Go outside for a walk with no agenda. Give yourself the playfulness that your inner self cherishes. That brings your soul back to life. Life. Have your adult self put that on your agenda. If you run a team, if you manage a team, why don't you do something fun with your team tomorrow in a Zoom meeting? Why don't you insert something fun and interesting before you start your meeting? Why don't you share something personal? with your team why don't you be an open fun-loving inner child adult person why not be that combination of you where you could start a meeting off saying you know what before we get started with this busy agenda and to get cracking at things we're always so nose to the grindstone and always looking to get stuff done. And I honor that about all of you on this team. But we're going to go around before the meeting starts. Share something that's your favorite thing to do in the summer that, as a kid. Now, that's not too revealing. And I think most people will be able to find something that wouldn't be too secretive or private. And you're going to find out cool stuff about your team. Maybe one of the guys on your team grew up in California and loved surfing in the summer. Maybe now they live in Chicago and haven't had that surfing and it's going to bring him back to that memory and that feeling of happiness and he's now going to be a little bit more relaxed in the meeting because he remembered that. Perhaps one of your managers who lives in Boston used to love going to the Haba for a lobster roll with his grandparents. Won't that be fun to know? Won't that be fun? One of the other things I loved to do as a kid is to play with my wiffle ball and bat. Now, if you don't know what a wiffle ball and bat is, you've missed out. One year, my mother, for Mother's Day, got all of us kids a present. She gave us a present on Mother's Day i know it was pretty cool we were like what we're getting a present on mother's day she was like yeah because of you i'm a mother okay that makes sense to me let's celebrate (laughs) she got me a wiffle bat and ball and a wiffle bat and ball and i think they still do this i think i've seen them at like cvs or walgreens so a wiffle bat is like this lightweight yellow plastic bat and the wiffle ball is a ball that's plastic and has holes in it so it doesn't go through the air too far so it catches air so it doesn't doesn't travel as far so you don't have to go as far to pick it up but the cool thing about the wiffle ball and bat is it comes packaged with cardboard that that attaches to the top of the bat and you push down the cardboard things and the wiffle ball sits there so you bring the wiffle bat Back to hit and then you like flip it up to let the ball out and then you swing as fast as you can to hit that wiffle ball so you can kind of play pitch and catch by yourself and you can really work on your swing it's a lot of fun I was a big softball player as a little girl I loved it and the wiffle ball and bat was just a blast I don't know how much it is at Walgreens or CVS I don't think it's probably very much but I've seen them and uh, I remember that as a little girl playing that in the summertime and working up a sweat playing wiffle ball. And now you could of course take the cardboard thing off the top of the bat and you could play with someone, someone could pitch you the ball, but you gotta be careful because the ball doesn't go very far. So the pitcher would have to stand kind of close, which gets a little dangerous if you're gonna swing this bat and ball and smack someone. So it gets a little bit dicey there. but a wiffle ball and bat was a lot of fun. One of the things that informs me as I reflect on my little self is that I loved trying to do things better. So when I reflect back on the wiffle ball and bat, I think to myself, I used to want to just get better at it. Like how many tosses could I then hit the ball and how far could I hit it? And could I get better? And you know what every little kid wants to do when they get better at something? Every little kid wants to show their parents what they can do. Every little kid wants to be seen by their parents for being awesome. Every single kid. No exceptions. So what does that mean? That everyone on your team, everyone in your organization has that in them. And I will tell you that the number one successful strategy in being a leader or even being a team member is to appreciate each other and see them for how awesome they are. And you might feel at first, like you're doing it to do that, which is okay. Isn't it okay to compliment people or see them in their authenticity and see them in their natural gifts and talents and know that you're doing it because it's, it's good for them. Isn't that okay to have that level of motivation? Of course it is, but it comes from this innate inner beautiful self of our little person. She wants to do good and be seen for doing good. That's all we want, to be seen for doing good. All we want is to be appreciated for what we bring to the table. So give a little bit of that out to your team. Give a little bit of that out. It's not, there's not a finite supply Of appreciation that you have to only use it sometimes because you're going to run out of appreciation give it out willingly give it out joyously give it out generously because that's what your little self did she was generous with her affection she was generous with smiling and saying mommy I love you watch this look at me do this Look how special I am. And I'm going to make you feel special, mommy. I'm going to give you something big when I get bigger. I'm going to do something awesome. And you know who we are saying that to? It's our divine creator as well. Yeah. Your inner being wants to satisfy your divine creator. Thank you for bringing me here. Thank you for making me me. Thank you for giving me a world and a life that I get to choose every single minute who I am and how I am. Let me show you gratitude and appreciation by being awesome. Every human has that drive in them. And it comes from the little soul self that resides inside and she is still there. She may be a little dormant. I don't know. She might have forgotten herself. But she wants to be seen. She wants to be appreciated. So here's your next homework assignment. Appreciate and see others. Because as soon as you do that, that's the energy you're vibrating in and you will get it back and don't do it to get it back. Do it because it is the thing that is pure and authentic with your soul. Your little self wants to smile at people and see who they are and hear about their day and hear what they did as kids in the summertime. That's who she is inside. And she wants to connect with others. So do that. Connect with that in yourself and you will easily connect with others on that level. Bring that joy alive at your work. Bring that joy alive at your next zoom meeting. Bring that joy alive. Ask your boss, Hey boss, you know, it's summertime and I'm like reflecting on all the cool things I did as a, a, in the summer as a kid. And what, what did you like doing in the summer as a kid? What if you asked your boss? What if you were curious and human? What if that little self inside of you saw the little self in your boss? Wouldn't that be cool? Sharing yourself and sharing appreciation does not run out of supply. It never runs out. Your 90 year old self will tell you the same thing. Your 90 year old self will tell you the exact same thing. One of the other pictures I shared with my team was a picture of my mother five years ago. Proud of a painting she had painted as an 82 year old art student. And it's a beautiful picture of sunflowers popping out of a vase on a red rug. It's a gorgeous picture. But what's more gorgeous about the picture I have of my mother is hol- her holding it. When she was a little girl, her most joyous summer was when she took art classes. And she went back to that when she f- came down to Florida and retired. And that still brings her joy. And she takes her sketch pad out with her for walks when she goes out. Take a few moments for yourself to be her. Be proud and happy that you've got a little girl in there who wants to enjoy life. And be her. That's your life i don't care if you're the ceo or coo or vice president or director or manager or if you're a it help desk person whatever your job or career is bring your inner child to work and you will have more fun see the inner child and be curious of the inner child in everyone around you and they'll have more fun being with you this is what bring your soul to work is all about it's active Be actively interested in your inner child and in your inner self, and you will live a happier, happier life and career. This is Coach Mo Fall. You can find me at mofall.com and everywhere on social media. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa one to get that information. I answer audience questions and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts.